back to Brian's Beat. Join the show by calling 508-996-0500. New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Good Saturday to you. The uh, fog seems to be lifting at this particular time. Still a nice hover of cloud upstairs. Adam is off today. Jim Phillips is also off getting ready for for New Year's. I'm I'm glad to be here. Ken will be here today. At least that's what he told me. So uh, it's me and you right now. Me and you at 508 996 0500. I brought up a story during, I believe, the last segment where I was talking about $886 billion that the Defense Department has been funded for this year. $886 billion. And of course, the president is looking for more money for, for Israel, which Congress left. And so there was no funding, although Johnson, the new uh, Speaker of the House, said that was going to be his top priority. You see what happened to even his top priority. So the State Department has decided to step in. Now, when you think about the State Department, aren't they supposed to be like the the diplomatic corps. You know, the diplomats are formed to them. We have embassies. Now, we know that all kinds of intelligence really do run out of these places. But in, in theory, the State Department, they're supposed to be the nice guys. Or nice women, depending on who's running things. Well, the State Department, somehow, some way. They, I guess they didn't use all of their money that they were budgeted because they're able to give $155 million in aid to Israel. Where'd that money come from? It wasn't budgeted originally. I'm, you know, following your tax dollars, you may care, you may think, well, Israel needs it right now. No big deal, Brian. But you're probably the same person that beefs when that money is is spent willy-nilly for uh, folks to have food stamps or whatnot. To me, it's the same. 
It's your tax dollars being taken from your pocket to be put into someone else's pocket. In this particular case, the pockets are going outside the country. Your thoughts, 508-996-0500. Big story right here in our backyard. If you're just now tuning in, really sad story uh, taking place yesterday afternoon, sometime around 5 p.m., call it afternoon, call it evening, because it is pitch dark at that particular time. There was a shooting at the Bayside Lounge, outside the Bayside Lounge. You can read the story at WBSM.com. Tim put it up. He updated a story that he did previously. He updated it about 1 o'clock this morning. I have it right here. More details have been released regarding the incident at a Fairhaven bar in which former New Bedford acting fire chief Paul Cordaire was killed after firing a gun and striking an Akushnet police officer. According to Bristol County District Attorney Thomas M. Quinn, Coderre was drinking with friends at the Bayside Lounge on Sconaconnect Road. Quinn said Coderre had been drinking for several hours at the Bayside before getting into an altercation inside the establishment. Coderre then attempted to get in his vehicle to leave and another person tried to stop him from driving. Coderre then got into a physical altercation with that person, and police were called to the scene. Officers from the Fairhaven Police Department arrived to find Coderre armed with a firearm. Mutual aid was then called in from Akushnet Police and Mattapoisett Police. Quinn said officers from all three departments tried to de-escalate the situation with multiple non-lethal attempts, including deploying a taser. However, Coderre fired his handgun and shot an Akushnet police officer in the leg. Police then returned fire and killed Coderre. The officer who was shot and treated at uh, St. Luke's Hospital and later released, according to DA Quinn. Quinn also said the investigation into the incident is ongoing. When I was coming into the radio station and because I knew about this story, I decided, well, I'll take a little drive down to the Bayside and see if anything is ongoing. If maybe investigators are still hovering around the lot. Nobody was, by the way, and it was really soupy driving down there. But I could see some lights on upstairs, upstairs of the Bayside, and a couple of people were milling about. Now, I'm not quite sure if, if that's just office space up there or, or if people actually live up there. But the thought that went through my head is there was a shooting in that parking lot just a few hours before. I don't know that I'm really feeling like going to sleep at this particular time. I know many of you from listening to you talk on WBSM, you know Paul Coudere, and you certainly know about the story 
of his firing from the fire department and uh, all that went with that. And then, of course, uh, the civil board actually undoing the firing. I, I have no idea where that case goes. I have no idea of Coderre's family situation. He was apparently 55 years old. But one thing that I do know, and we had a caller earlier mention this. Drinking and driving don't mix. Drinking and firearms definitely do not mix. Drinking, driving, and firearms, as we can see, can be deadly. Our prayers go out to the Akushnet police officer who was wounded. Thankfully, it was a minor injury, and he has been released. Uh, The mayor, mayor of New Bedford, I should say, also sent out his prayers to that family. As for the Coderre family, uh, you know, deepest condolences to them for uh, what they must be going through at this particular time because it ain't fun. You know it and I know it. But it begs that question as we get ready for New Year's Eve and people like to go, yay, hooray. You know and I know the bars in downtown New Bedford are going to be lined up and also in Dartmouth. And I'm sure uh, the bars in, in Fairhaven, same thing. One caller said, aren't, aren't the bartenders supposed to limit the number of drinks that uh, a patron can have? I suppose, but then all of a sudden you get into a counting game while you're trying to fill each and every glass, and I'm not trying... Look, I I could never be a bartender. I mean, there are too many numbers, plus you got to count the money, you got to pour the right amount of liquor and drinks, and you got to make the right drinks. Oh, So that's not an easy job. I don't know how you go about doing it. I know the state wants folks to know how to do it but I I don't know I do know that drinking and driving drinking and guns drinking driving and guns do not mix 508-996-0500 hello hi hi happy new year happy new year to you well you know whatever I like that ding dong when you call up now it goes ding (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I don't hear it I don't call myself Oh, well, when you call, it goes ding. Sounds like a fire bell. Well, um, speaking of fire, and and of course, we're talking about the fire chief. But go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah, but that goes uh, down to who you know, too. You know what I mean? Now, if that was you or me or whatever, and we were drinking, they would have. We wouldn't have been able to even get that far, and then who knows? You know what? what if, If you don't mind, if you don't mind me just saying this, normally... I don't mention this on the air, but I know who you are, and you used to always call a cab because you knew not to drink and drive. Now, I don't know if you have a license or not, but you always called a cab. 
Right, but the thing is, I'm trying to say it's who you know. In other words, they get away with so much, it's unbelievable, too. I don't know. It's not fair, really. Whatever. So what was I going to ask you? There was all, there was all kind of lights. I was coming um, from North End um, and was going up by the airport for a little ride with somebody. And um, there was a like a big accident or something on the... Uh, when you look down from um, the overpass on 140. There was an accident. I don't know much about it. I know the stories at WBSM.com. I really haven't had a chance to delve did into it because get, I've been trying to find out about this whole thing dealing with the former chief. Brian? Yes, uh, a female passenger for, uh, to the best or a driver to the best of my they, knowledge. They go so fast, don't they? What, the the, the driver's? Yeah, it's awful the way they speed around and oh, it's terrible with those SUVs and then, well, you know it, they're rolling over and they're dead. I don't get it. Yeah, I I, I don't know the much Slow about down. that story. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially especially at this particular time of year because you you don't know what's going on in the vehicle in front of you. Somebody might just jam on the brakes because. Uh, a, a cat ran out in front of it. You you just never know. But anyways, I I don't know the people with this uh, incident that you're talking about, but it is a sad situation, and I feel bad for the family, even though I don't know them. Okay. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do for New Year's? Nothing. Just chill. I'm tired. I'm getting old. Oh, you were getting old before. I know, but I'm I'm just I'm, I'm really feeling it now more. Like I think I can do a lot more than I think I. It's, it's called like that caboose that used to say, "I think I can, I think I can," <laughs> and I think I can do three things like in one day, and then I'm out on the bus or out uh, in demand response, and then I'm so exhausted I have to come home. I'll do two things, and then you know I think I can stop at. Walgreens on the way home from the mall and that, but no, the body doesn't want to let it do it. So, speaking of the bus, in two days you get to ride for free. You going to take advantage of it? No, uh, but it's going to be till June. Um, no, I don't go crazy. I just have to do what I have to do, and it just happens that they said they got a grant that because um, of the um, economy. So, the, the good um, economy they, or the bad economy? <laughs> bad, bad economy. So they said they were going to do that. That's why they they got money for it. But the the drivers didn't get anything. Oh, I, here here's a little hint for you. There's going to be Sunday service coming soon, and the drivers are going to get paid for that. Oh, really? Yeah. I go to um, church at South Coast, and I love it. But South Coast, with South Coast what? A New Life South Coast. I love it down the south end. Is that uh, where the Shahs used to be? Yeah. Oh, okay. All Beautiful. right. Hey, Happy New Year. Yeah, you have a blessed New Year. I shall. And a healthy one. I will. Healthy one. You too. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 508-996-0500 is how you get onto the program today. So, here we are, approaching New Year's. You've heard the 
the story. Look, I, I don't know why Coderre was at the Bayside Lounge. And, it you know, one story says uh, call because of an intoxicated person. He may or may not have been. I, I, I'm not going to try to speculate here. But we all know that drinking and driving don't mix. We have heard uh, from a couple of sources within two different stories that folks tried to stop him from driving. So there's reason to believe that folks at least figured that if he was ever stopped, that he couldn't pass a field sobriety test or a breathalyzer test. Reason to, to speculate that. Here we are approaching the, the holidays. Are you, are you planning on going out? Or are you going to stay in Sunday, let's say, after 4 o'clock? I mean, people can be stinky before 4 p.m., but I'm talking after 4 when you know it's starting to get dark outside and whatnot. Are you inside after 4 o'clock on Sunday, or do you dare go out? Kind of reminds me of our quote of the day. Quote of the day. Failing to plan is a plan for failure. Failing to plan is a plan for failure. I bring this to your attention because here we are, December 30th. If you are going to go out tomorrow evening, plan ahead. Who's the designated driver? If you know that everybody in the party is going to be partaking in alcohol or marijuana or whatever, may I suggest Uber, Lyft, taxis, South Coast Towing has a service going right now so they they will tow your car and make sure that you you get home safely they've been doing this for several several I, I can't even count how many but back when i was doing the regular monday through friday gig here at the station south coast towing started doing this this service where they were bringing you home on on new year's eve and it's well worth it you know why why risk getting your, your car smashed up? Why risk getting a ticket or getting in, in some type of accident? And I, I circle back because we have been talking about the incident at the Bayside Lounge yesterday. Apparently it happened sometime around 5, 5.30 in the afternoon slash Evening, if you're now just hearing this, former acting New Bedford Fire Chief Paul Coderre, a name that you are very familiar with from being in the news over the past year or so, he was with some friends at the Bayside Lounge in Fairhaven yesterday afternoon. And according to the story, stories, was there for several hours. The story doesn't say how many drinks Coderre or anybody consumed, what the bar tab was or or anything along those lines. But as the story goes, and you can read the story at WBSM.com, 
Coder got into a verbal altercation with somebody inside of the bar. And then he decided to leave and he was apparently going to drive away and some people tried to convince him not to drive. And that led to a physical altercation, according to the the story at WBSM.com. Police arrived and they noticed Coderre had a gun. Fairhaven police then called for some help. According to the story, and the story quotes District Attorney Thomas Quinn as saying that the officers tried multiple times to to try to get Cordaire to put the gun away. They even tried using a taser. Coderre eventually fired his weapon, wounding an Akushnet police officer. Police officers responded with firing at Coderre, and he is dead. It is a sad ending to a very sad story, drama, that has been going on for quite some time within the city of New Bedford. And uh, condolences out to the Coderre family. It is uh, a tragedy that did not need to happen. As I brought up earlier, alcohol and driving don't mix. You know it, and I know it. Alcohol and guns don't mix. You know it, and I know it. Put the three of them together. Well, sadly, look what happened. Look what happened. So um, uh, the Kushnet police officer, he was taken to St. Luke's Hospital. He was treated and released. I I don't have a name of the Kushnet officer. We are certainly glad that he is okay, and hopefully he'll be back in action ASAP. What happens to the Coderre case as it involves the city of New Bedford? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but last we knew that uh, the firing was, was overturned. What does that mean financially to the family? I, I, I don't know how many people are really going down that particular road at this particular time. Uh, to the Coderre family, I think that they're worried about the immediate moment. 508-996-0500 is how you get onto the program today. Thank you. Hello. Happy New Year, Brian. Happy New Year to you. Well, you know, with all of these things that are happening, and you would think that uh, it's going to get to a point you're going to have metal detectors to see if you have a firearm, a weapon, and on the way out, you're going to have a breathalyzer test test to see if you can get in your car and drive off. That's what it seems like uh, it's headed to. You think so? Yeah, people, because the government wants to be uh, your mommy and daddy, and because you can't take care of yourself, they're going to do that. 
with these lips in our state, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, that I guess that's a possibility. I would tend to say in this particular case, it sounds like the former acting fire chief made a deadly mistake. He did. And maybe, who knows, maybe he was uh, depressed and uh, went out there and talked to his buddies. Uh, maybe, you know, have a talk here and there, and uh, it, it ended up tragic. And you would think his buddies would try to say, hey, well, I'll give you a ride home. Don't get in your car. You would think, because uh, according to the news story, if I heard you right, Brian, uh, he went in with his buddies. Uh, you would think his buddies would try to, you know, calm him down and say, hey, you know, forget it. We'll give you a ride home, and then, uh, you know, one of us will bring your car home. Well, if you read this story at bsm.com, Tim put it up uh, about 1 o'clock this morning. He did attempt to leave. Another person tried to stop him from driving. And then uh, that led to another altercation. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just a tragedy. Uh, you know, another tragedy. Uh, it's, it's, it's really sad for uh, the police officer and for the family. I agree with you. But uh, stay, away from, uh, stay away from bars. You know, you might want, uh, you know, a, a shoulder to cry on, but a bar, they're just going to fill you up with a lot of booze, and uh, you'll probably wake up on the street not knowing where you're at. Well, at least, you know, waking up is better than not waking up at all, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah probably most likely not waking up. Wow. Uh, it The story from New Bedford Light does mention that Coderre uh, did have a license to carry a firearm. So that's good news. Well, buddy brought it on the wrong day and uh, to the wrong place. And it ended up uh, tragically for him. And uh, and sadly for his family that has to deal with the uh, the outcome of his bad decision. Well, yeah, no, I agree with you. And, and think about it. Let's, let's seriously think about it. If this argument is about driving because you've had too much to drink to whip out a gun over that... What are you going to do, say, you try to stop me from driving? Right. Yeah, he, uh, his just, uh, his anger took over and, uh, and he made a, a bad decision uh, that cost him his life. He went into burning buildings and he didn't, in this particular time, didn't survive because of a bad decision to use a firearm against law enforcement. And it usually doesn't uh, end up very well for those who, who do that. No. It, 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 how many times does it ever end up well like that? Very, very few, if, if, if any. Yeah. Well, what have a, a happy new year. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, what are you doing for New Year's? I just stay home, get some snacks, me and the wife. Um, you know, and I have, you know, we have some liquor here and there, but nothing crazy. Any, you know, we're too old any, for that. Any Guy Lombardo or anything like that? Guy Lombardo, no. <laughs> probably a little bit of champagne, you know, like everybody else. And But are you going to uh, watch probably, something on TV, listen to music? Uh, like everybody, like uh, one of your guys uh, said there on your stage, watch the ball go down, you know, a flashing uh, flashing light. That That's probably a symbol that, you know, life is flashing you by. <laughs> well, I let, let you have a great time. I, I do appreciate your call. You too, Brian. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 508-996-0500. Hello. Hello, Brian. You just gave me a good laugh. Guy Lombardo. What a blast from the past. Really? Uh, need some bubbles with that champagne? <laughs> you know, I really wish they would put Guy
Kylan Bottawa on New Year's Eve. That would be fun to watch. It's like Andy Williams. I miss all those old entertainment shows of the holidays. I used to love the Andy Williams show, but the funny thing is, all the uh, people who were children at that time are all in their 70s today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you yeah, know, um, I think the Guy Lombardo stuff is... You you have to you have to have cable and you know one of those retread type stations like Get TV or Me TV you know one of those old classic uh, okay. type stations I think they actually do run some of the old Guy Lombardo stuff really yeah. interesting well you know I have to say I am a huge fan of Turner Classic movies I absolutely adore watching old movies on Turner Classic it is just the best station, A, it has no commercials, and B, the old movies are just phenomenal with Cary Grant. And um, I was watching one with Judy Garland the other day, and um, I'm trying to think of the other guy's name. He was young at the time. I can't think of his name. But, oh, they're just fabulous. They they really are. Many of these movies I've never seen before. And then there are others, classics of the holidays that I watch again and again. And they're really just they're so good compared to the garbage they have on TV today. I mean, I don't even watch network television because it's just um i just can't waste my time watching the foolishness that they have on there but um i will yeah, agree with uh, you there is a lot of foolishness but do you notice how much smoking there is in those old movies oh you are so right that's all they do and that's the most annoying thing about watching the movies is when they're all lighting up a cigarette and uh that's all they do is smoke and it really is so annoying <laughs> So you hit the nail on the head because that's the one part that I just say, holy cow, no wonder people smoke like fiends back in the 50s and 60s because these movies just promoted, you know, puffing like wild banshees at every every turn. They were lighting up a cigarette. It's really amazing. But, um, you know, I want to just say it's really sad, you know, what happened last night at the Bayside. The Bayside is a great place. It's a great bar. Great, you know, nice people go there, I you know, but... Things happen, and it's sad that um, this took place. But what's sad is that, you know, you have police from three towns, and they can't control one person. They have to kill him. I mean, I know the guy was brandishing a gun, and he shot a police officer in the foot. But I don't think uh, – I think that the um, the action that was taken is a little bit over the top. You know, I think they could have controlled him some other way. Maybe they could have shot him in the leg or something versus killing him. Well, well, I, I you know, the... I, 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 I don't know. Well, I would think I, you, know... you, you don't know what happened to the police officer at the time. I'm, I'm thinking, trying to put myself in the shoes of the police officers. This guy has already fired one round. And uh-huh. I don't know what happened to the officer that went down. There's more than just an owie going on here. And... How am I to know if I'm going to be next? I got to make sure that I'm not next. Well, I think it's. Uh, I think this, this is this spells huge lawsuit in my opinion, and time will tell. But you know, I will be able to find out the details because I know a lot of people who go there. In fact, I know some of the people who I think were there at the time, and um, it's just very sad that someone was actually just killed killed because they were brandishing a gun. One person with. Uh, police from three different towns and they can't control one person that's that's that to me says they need more training because something went awry here and uh needs to be looking looked into which it is being looked into 
But, um, you know, earlier, too, you were just talking. You made me laugh because I know you don't care for Donald Trump. But, you know, you sounded just like him this morning when you were talking about all these government agencies and countries that are getting our money and no one can account for the money. And Donald Trump said, you know, we're Uncle Sucker, not Uncle Sam, Uncle Sucker. We're paying all these um, we're sending money to all these countries and not taking care of our own people. And that's what, you know, Make America Great Again is all about, is taking care of Americans and not taking care of people in all these other countries. Like right now, this idiot, the um, con artist in the White House, wants to sell, send Ukraine billions of dollars more. I mean, is this ever going to stop? This is, it's this only is $50 billion. I mean, what's $50 bill? You know, and then they can't account for the money that uh, all the billions that have already been sent to them. They can't account for it. And then Zelensky has the audacity to come to the White House begging for more. And what really gets me is the guy's always got a sweatshirt on, you know, and they they pointed this out on TV. When you go to the White House and you're asking for money, put a damn shirt on or a suit jacket. You know, I don't know who this guy thinks he is, but he's got Biden you know, he's got Biden wrapped right around his finger and he's forever asking for more money. And there's Biden giving it to him and giving it to him. And Ukraine is never going to win this war. It has to it has to end. But, uh, you know, you as much as you don't like Donald Trump, I think I'm going to have to work on you in the coming year. You know what, you Donald Trump, you know, you, you said something that really upset me What's that, that I sound like Donald Trump. I before <laughs> Donald Trump ever came on the scene. I was talking like this. Donald, Donald Trump, Trump sounds, sounds like, like me in, in many ways. <laughs> I don't sound like well, Donald Trump. Boy, okay, thank you very so much. Sounds like you. So <laughs> you're, a, you're an America first person. Now we can call you ma- part of MAGA. Make America great again. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I am, I'm a freedomist. Well, yep, me I too. am a freedomist. I'm a freedomist too. I agree with you. And I, you know, I value my freedom. We grew up in a time where we had freedom and I value my freedom and I am not going to lose my freedom. You know, sadly, too many young people today don't realize how important freedom is and how valuable it is. And they're just willing to give it up. And I think people of our age, we're not giving it up for anything, which is not willing to give it up. I know I'm not. Well, you say we had freedom and I think that certainly resonates with a lot of people. But I'm in, from an era where that freedom still had to be fought for. And so it's something special to me. Today's yeah. kids, yeah. when what they're learning in school and then what the today's parents are teaching them, it's it's like it's everything is given to them it's on a it's on a silver platter and you know what it's like when it when you get things you know after a while i don't really want this i'd rather have that well and that just happened with christmas and sadly parents and grandparents and grandparents are the worst because they spoil them and they give them all this stuff and the kids sadly they don't appreciate anything they have so much stuff they don't know what to do with it and people think they, you know, they buy their affection and that just doesn't work. But, you know, you have to, when you earn things, you appreciate things. And that's the one thing about the greatest generation. They had nothing and they appreciated everything they had, including food. They weren't wasteful. And today people are so wasteful. Look at all the illegals that have come to this country, the amount of food that they're wasting every day that they're throwing out because they're getting it all handed to them. They had to work for that food. They'd appreciate it. 
but they don't. They you, just, you know, you know what? A lot you of know, th- thank you. I'm. <sighs> yes. Look, they're here. I don't know that they're ever going to get kicked out. So let's let them work. Let them work until you can kick them out if that's what you're going to do. Well, there's way too many here. You know, I don't know if you heard about the caravan. And this is the thing. Which one? One of this is reported. The one that's coming up with like 8,000 illegals. And, you know, unless you watch Newsmax, you're never going to see this on network television. I watch Newsmax all the time and they show the caravans. It is just astounding to see the tens of thousands of people that are coming to cross our border. Where are these people going to, how, you know, how are we going to feed these people? Where are they going to live? It's just such insanity. Where did they congregate? How did they, you know, think about it. They all know the same road to walk on. Because the U.N., this is all part of the U.N., and that's another thing, like Donald Trump said, that we have to end the United Nations because we're paying the United Nations, we're supporting them, and they are the ones who are behind, you know, uh, clothing all these people. If you notice, they all have new clothes, they all have backpacks, they don't look like they've missed a meal. Um, they're all doing quite well, and the U.N. is just shoveling in, shoveling them into our country and... Um, it, you know, they, they. I'll tell you, we have to. It, we have to get Donald Trump back in the office because he's the only one that's going to ship him back. And when he ships him back, he's going to be loading cargo ships, cargo ships, and cargo planes, and they, their butts are going back to where the hell they came from. So that's you should know, be interesting. We can't, well, we what can't what happens if a couple of questions? What happens if he doesn't get back into office? Well, kiss your freedom goodbye. Kiss your your lifestyle goodbye and get ready to live in poverty under a communist regime. Uh, not me, but uh, you know, if some uh, if others want to do what they can. Look at how Venezuela, but the only, the saving grace is look what happened in Argentina. They, they elected Mille, who's a hardcore conservative. Then look at what happened in um, the Netherlands. They elected Geert Wil- Wilhern, Wilbur, I can't think of his last name. He's Excellent. The man is excellent. So, you know, and in uh, Italy, too, they elected a conservative. So the trend is happening. And now up in Canada, that imbecile, Justin Trudeau, he's also going to be running up against somebody who's a conservative. And I'll tell you, Canada needs to flip because Canada is uh, they're having a lot of problems with Justin Trudeau. So the trend is that countries are getting tired of what they're seeing and they, they're tying, tired of what's happening in their country and they're all electing conservatives. And we can only hope and pray that in 2024, the United States does the same. So what you going to do for what are you doing for New Year's? Well, we're going out. We're going out <gasps> to, you know, cut the next town over. And uh, yeah, we're going to go out. I mean, we sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But um it's a good place we're going to. Usually never any problems, but today one never knows. Yeah, you know, stay safe. Kind of, yeah, we will. I was surprised to hear that that happened on the Bayside because the Bayside usually never has any problems. But, you know, it, it is true. Alcohol and guns are a deadly mix. Definitely. And driving. What's that? And driving. Yes. Yeah. You're right. And driving. Yeah. You have yourself a safe and happy new year. I will talk to you in 2024. You too. Take care. You too. 508-996-0500. Just a few more minutes if you'd like to get in. Happy new year if you don't. Yes. uh, Got a few more minutes if you'd like to chime in at 508-996-0500. Going back to the previous caller just a, a little bit. 
$886 billion of your tax dollars went to the Pentagon this past year cycle. The Pentagon has failed six straight audits. That means that money is unaccounted for. We're, we're talking billions of dollars here. We're not just talking, you know, a couple of pennies off to the corner. What happened here? And then I was listening to ABC News at the top of the hour. And the State Department is going to be giving Israel $155 million thereabouts in aid. And I'm thinking to myself, well, the State Department is the Pentagon. But they somehow had an extra 155 mil just lying around that they can somehow, some way, give to Israel as aid. Of course, the president will turn around and say, well, it's because Congress didn't fund us money for Israel. By the way, the same president is looking for, I think, 50, somewhere in that, in that range, $50 billion for Ukraine. Now, it's been almost two years since the fiasco started in the Ukraine. And I was telling you way back when this is not a war that we wanted to be involved with. But there we are. People still flying the Ukraine flag all over the place. And uh, Zelensky is running around being the actor that he is asking for more dough. When do you say enough is enough? When do you say, well, you know, go ahead and try to fend for yourself? Of course, at the same time, I, I, I'm, I'm realistic. I realize that the United States are more than nudging Ukraine to keep going. This is a, this is a NATO fight. This is a, a fight to try to get NATO into the Ukraine. And the Russians are fighting to keep NATO away. They don't want NATO knocking at their door. Or any more at their door because they certainly have it up in in Finland and and Poland. So, um, not that I want to stick up for the Russians. But I think if China or Russia were trying to knock at the Mexican door... And I was president, I would probably be in the same position saying, well, no, 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 we can't have that happen. And hopefully you would be the same way. And if you're not, well, I guess we're on the on the different page here. Big, big story. Uh, the previous caller alluded to it. The Bayside Lounge in Fairhaven, about a mile or so, a little bit more down from where the radio station is. There was a shooting yesterday afternoon, evening. The former acting fire chief, Paul Coudere, was involved in that shooting. The story goes from the district attorney's office that Coudere fired a shot and hit an Akushnet police officer in the leg. Other 
police officers responded by shooting and killing Coderre. Prior to this, Coderre was trying to enter his vehicle to drive off after being inside for several hours at the Bayside Lounge. People tried to stop him from driving. That led to an altercation. There was also a a verbal dispute from what we are told, what you can read at WBSM.com inside the Bayside Lounge. Time for me to say Happy New Year. 